and welcome to this week's episode of Awesome Entrepreneurs of St. John. I have a very special guest star who's making me a little nervous because he's a professional DJ, <laughs> Dwayne Marcial, um, also known as DJ Slim. Uh, he runs an entertainment company here in St. John. He's manager, a promoter, uh, he develops artists. And he is a DJ. And recently he held the first Urban East Music Festival in St. John. That's right. And that's how I found you. I read the article and I go, oh my goodness, I have to have this gentleman on the show and talk about what he's doing promoting music and how is he based in St. John? <laughs> well, thank you for having me up here. appreciate it. And so, so Dwayne, you you were born and raised in Saint, or you were raised in Saint John. You went to Saint Pat's. You were saying, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm from Saint John. Graduated from Saint Max. Saint Max. Went to community college in New Brunswick in Woodstock. Uh, did the radio program and also uh, television video production. Television video production, yeah. and then you started DJing. Yeah, actually, so I started DJing as a form to make some cash on the side. Uh, you know, as a student, it's a it's a tough gig. Um, you know, you, you can't get the, the, the certain jobs you want, and being a DJ was one of those things that you can make good money, get good music, and, uh, you know, have that little party lifestyle. And, um, yeah, so I, I started DJing during college, and um yeah just went from there and kept djing doing shows more gigs parties uh christmas parties weddings anything you name it and so when you first started djing what did you use records i uh, actually yeah tapes? You, yeah i used records turntables um 1200s old radio shack mixer onto a gemini mix uh gemini turntables and um yeah it's yeah it's been a long road now everything of course is like all electronic and you know you can use uh, the controllers and all that kind of stuff so it makes life a lot easier no more lugging lots of crates to go to shows okay but we you get less of a workout though yeah <laughs> so so and and you're a manager so you started off djing like playing music for people to dance to yeah. Okay. So I'm very nerdy. I think you've, we've established this already on the show and with our pre, our conversation before the show, and and then you said you you were traveling the country a bit, and you were actually in BC where I'm from, yeah. and you were DJing yeah, on the I, radio station. I, What's I that job like? Yeah, I was uh, I was DJing. I did uh, so with my radio background from college. Uh, you know, I worked several radio jobs uh, out west, though, I was doing production uh, and then also creative writing. So I would write commercials, uh, voice them, edit them and then direct other people to do that. Uh, then also hosted a uh, li live mix show uh, that was on the radio station as well. And uh, I was on air talent, you know, did uh, fill ins and all that kind of stuff. And. Yeah, so it kind of progressed from there. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I did out there. And then uh, at night I would DJ. And at night at you club. would DJ. Yeah. So you would work. 
You were yeah. a workaholic. Nonstop. And now you're still a workaholic. It never, it never ends. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so tell me a little bit about, you said you fell into managing. What is it? And, but first, so you're urban music. What, what exactly is urban music? Okay, so uh, urban music refers to, um, I guess the, we'll call it the new, and, and actually the new name we'll say is called Global Soul. So under the Global Soul element uh, in urban music, it will have subgenres of hip hop, R and B, jazz, blues, world music, um, you know, reggae, dancehall. Soka, all these types of music can fall under as subgenres under global soul or urban music, as you know we formally called it. And and so with that urban music, so all of the bands you manage, so you manage in the urban music or the the global soul genre. Well, actually, no, I <laughs> I, I, I do, and then honestly, I started into that uh, because that you know that was my love, my passion is urban music. Uh, especially hip hop and R and B, um, but uh, it's kind of branched out. Uh, as you mentioned, I kind of fell into the role of a manager. Um, you know, being on tour, and actually, let me back stuff for a quick okay. second. Okay, back. So, I actually fell into the role of manager by being a promoter and doing shows. So, uh, we started out doing shows because we couldn't get booked on certain gigs. Uh, uh, that was coming to the city of St. John uh, for big name artists and stuff. So I stepped into that role uh, as a manager because I said, you know what? Like, if no one's going to put me on a show as a DJ, then I'm just going to have to do the shows myself. Okay, so, so a promoter or, or so is a person who puts on shows yes. and organizes the venue, organizes the artists, yeah. the tickets, and all the all that. promotion so, and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, so I became the promoter. And then from being a promoter, uh, I promoted uh, several tours and shows that happened throughout Canada. Um, namely, one of them was a tour with Snoop Dogg's uh, cousin uh, and his crew, the Dog Pound, uh, and then also Bone Thugs and Harmony, uh, myself, my brother, and then another artist from Edmonton uh, who I manage still to this day. His name's Dizzy. So from that, from promoter, DJ on tour, now it blossomed into manager because I at that time I was only really working with my brother as a brother thing. Um, and then Dizzy hits me up about a year later, says, hey, you know, would you like to manage me? This, this, and the third. And then, boom, I fall into it as a manager now. And so. then now you're known as a manager. <laughs> and now, yes, I, if I have to give a title... Yes, I'm known as DJ Slim, but I am a manager. Okay. So okay. I manage Dizzy, Cash Doe, um, also, uh, who else? <laughs> Leonti, who is also a singer-songwriter, so she's not hip-hop um, or under the urban genre, but uh, she's very good, and she's also a producer. Uh, the Neal Brothers, uh, so Joseph Neal and David Neal, who are producers from uh, Oshawa, Ontario, uh, oh, yeah, Dizzy's from Edmonton. My brother Castro's from Windsor. Um, and then Leonti's from St. George, but originally Vancouver. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So Close West Coast Vancouver connection Island, for you. Yes. Um, and then also two New Brunswick artists who are DJs and producers, uh, LED DJs and House Party. 
and um, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. Oh, and that's then, it. yeah, that's well, I work, and also I list. work with a, a lot of other local artists, like Will's, in fact, uh, local hometown heroes who I've helped with them over the last couple of years, and. You know, Fact was nominated for ECMA this year oh, and the Music New Brunswick Award. So, you know, we, we've worked together with a lot of these guys. And, you know, uh, some of the other local guys like City Natives, I helped uh, in, in the beginning, early years for them as well. Uh, and, you know, they're a 13-time winning award-winning group. So, And so you are really, you manage artists. Yep. Or we'll call them artists because that yep. covers everything, right? Yep. So you manage artists basically coast to coast yep. and even a bit to the north. And you're based in St. John. It's crazy, I know. <laughs> and there's not really an urban music or a global soul music scene here. No. So how does that work? Well, uh, with a lot of work. <laughs> a lot of work, a lot of networking. Uh, honestly, it's still in the early processes of trying to to develop the scene and that was one of the main reasons why I created Urban East uh, Music Conference so people would have a platform to be able to network build up their you know their networks uh, learn what's happening in the industry outside of St. John outside of New Brunswick outside of our region and outside of Canada um, and one of the big things I found was a lot of the guys here um, in our region, they didn't know where to go, especially in New Brunswick. You know, Halifax and Nova Scotia have been a little bit more ahead um, in that race where they've had, you know, major stars like Classified, uh, now Quake, who's making some noise, um, evolve. So their scene has been pretty much light years ahead of what has been happening in New Brunswick. So um, this was my way to try to help us get to that level and have the uh, the guys here and, and girls um, from our province realize, okay, look, you know, these guys are doing it. Now these industry professionals are coming here to see us. Let's step our game up. Let's learn what these guys have to offer and try to get our stuff to the same level or above what they're doing. Uh, and the great thing about what Urban East represents is um, we didn't limit it just to New Brunswick. So, you know, we had people from New Brunswick, PEI, Newfoundland, and Nova Scotia. So, you know, so this I, was in the beginning of November. Yes, it was November 9th to the 10th. So, no, but, and, and that's what I read 11th, about. Eleven. So, and, yeah. and so it, it was a conference. So it had, you had workshops, you had, how did it work? And how were people invited? Did they have to pay? Did they? Yeah, so um, we had... It was three day event. We had uh, uh, one day. The first day was a, a networking event, uh, and everyone came in. Uh, and then for a showcase, we had jazz. Um, when Leonti opened, uh, we had Barbara Lika, who's a Juno nominated artist, come through at the Five and Dime. Um, so they performed. People networked, and then Friday, Saturday days uh, was our actual conference element where we had panels industry professionals come in talk about certain topics so we went through uh, marketing publishing um wow. is the dj relevant uh and then also factor so factor uh, we've got to give them a big shout out they're the governing body um that gives funding out to artists so um, what is factor it's 
in New Brunswick? No, no. This is located in Toronto as the head office, but they basically offer funding for artists across Canada, um, whether it's in development as an artist or an artist that has an album out. Um, but their 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 goal is to help artists. So we actually had someone from Factor um, be here, and you know, Factor they fund all the other music organizations like Music New Brunswick, Music Nova Scotia. Uh, as well so it was a huge deal for us to have someone representing factor here um, within the urban community to be able to to be there to talk to them because um, yeah it's it it just hasn't really happened within the urban element um, in New Brunswick Brunswick for us Um, now you know like music New Brunswick them guys they've had their events and stuff but their initiative and their exports aren't, and what they're focusing on for them is not urban. Not so, necessarily urban music. Yeah, yeah. Or the like their their major, soda. yeah, their major export would be folk, um, East Coast francophone. Music. Yeah, everything that kind of falls into there. Which you know, a lot of the guys who are making the commercial urban, or you know, and and when I say commercial, this goes across the board for all, you know, music that that can be commercially viable on radio, television, all that. And, you know, this was a way for us to have a platform and have our industry professionals come talk to us. So, I mean, we had Jay-Z's nephew here from Rock Nation, uh, Rel Carter. We had um, Def Jam and our, from from uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Um, you know, some so marketing, you, you, publishing yeah. people from ma- major lawyers who, you know, represent some top-notch people here to talk to the everyone. Uh, also, want to say thank you to uh, Greg Hemmings uh, from Hemmings House because he was here um, as well at, at the conference speaking about uh, marketing as well. So, you know, we, we had a local element and then also international element with, you know, artists and, and delegates. Come, coming to speak on panels from you know another country uh, I actually did take it even further we had uh, someone from Croatia oh wow yeah so um, Philly Fat Philly DJ he's also a DJ uh, but he holds one of the biggest festivals in Europe um, in for Croatia ur- for Global Soul yeah Fresh Island music. Festival so it's a huge festival so imagine this guy came and was here in St. John he saw quite a few acts perform on the Saturday night and was pretty impressed with a few of the guys. So uh, that's kind of branched so into a relationship. Could, like, yeah, and, and go over to Europe and maybe tour in Europe or do something there. Yes, and then even on the level of uh, production, because he knows people who would be interested in certain people. So we're actually in the process of negotiating some of these deals right now. Um, of a couple of the artists, I can't say who. No, 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 I won't. But, um, I won't ask yeah, for secret we're, we're information. The, yeah. <laughs> but, but that's the, wonderful news. Yeah. I wish I had known about it because I would have attended, even though I'm. I have the <laughs> taste of music for a twelve-year-old <laughs> girl who likes pink. But it, it sounds like it was fascinating, like such a learning experience for these young people. Was it mainly young people who attended, or uh, was it? Yeah, it was young. It was, yeah, there was some our age, some younger as well. Um, overall, um, I feel everyone had a really good time who interacted with the delegates and people who came. Like it, like that was to me the best part of the conference. Then. Um, you know, the performances were great, uh, which I anticipated, but just the fact that people had the actual time to sit there and, and be able to, 
to reach out and talk to that person face to face and say, hey, you know, and ask the questions that they normally wouldn't get to ask or would have to send an email away. You know, it's that that human interaction that you get. And and this is one of the things that I've learned over the last three years uh, as a manager (laughs) traveling. And, you know, I've been to France. I've been to to New York several times, to L.A., uh, to Atlanta, Texas. Uh, I've tried Canada uh, to Toronto, to Canada Music Week. Uh, and I've gone to all these con- oh and all actually yeah Singapore that was Singapore. like that was the oh, highlight wow. of, of, of 2017 um, but going to these conferences is a, it's a huge deal and and the fact that you get to see the industry people talk to them face to face and you build that relationship and the, the biggest thing that I've learned in the music industry is it's really about relationships so and, it's kind of like being a professor yeah <laughs> yes because you're teaching <laughs> no, but no, you're te- no. no but but when our job is made better when we meet people we know people we learn we we develop mentoring relationships even if they're just for an hour yeah and 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 do you feel that your your the the urban music global soul community does it seems like it's very much all about mentoring one of them one another um or maybe not maybe no i I, you're right you're right i think that goes across the board though on music in general you know there's there has there's mentoring and and people learning always because there's the way the industry changes you know a few years ago it was all about cds like we're seeing here in the studio and now you know everything is all about streaming so mm-hmm. going to these conferences is crucial when, you know, uh, a year ago, people would be going and going to anywhere and say, hey, listen to my CD. But one of the big things I've learned over the last two, three years is, you know, CDs are outdated. Don't go to a conference to network with a radio DJ or, you know, someone anywhere that's within the industry and hand them a CD because nine times out of ten, they're not going to have anything to play CD on. Of course. Because so, even now on our laptops, we don't have CD players. Exactly. So I don't know what to do with my CDs. Now. Exactly. So, you know, we're, we're bridging the gap that information that should be passed on and people need to be mentored on this in order to enter that level playing field of getting their music out and be heard and, and know, you know, what's really happening in the industry. So... But we can only mentor and create these mentoring experiences for others, which I really appreciate and, and, and love that you are doing, is if we have a steady paycheck. <laughs> right? Yeah. So being true. an entrepreneur, being owning your own owning and developing your own entertainment company, you just I was reading on your website, which is very interesting. I'm like looking at all these names and even I recognize these names, so that is wonderful. You just had one of your songs that you manage on a TV show. Yeah. Can you uh, tell we, me, so yeah. what is that? What is that process? So basically that's from networking, going to meet people, um, and it's uh getting licensing deals. So literally it's getting a song placed in television or a movie. Um, um, or on other formats where they're going to play the music. So, you know, from going and maintaining relationships at these conferences, uh, that's literally how I landed these deals. And, you know, I've kind of learned a, li- a lot more about publishing, and I still have lots to learn. And that's like one of my big, big things for 2018 that I'm going to be focusing on as a manager. And now, 
you know, uh, one of the biggest things I've learned as well in music is about revenue streams. So, you know, as a manager, yeah, okay, I'm going to have to book and do this, this, but publishing and licensing as a whole, there are other revenue streams right there that is good for myself as a manager, but then good, great for my artists because now it's bringing in even more revenue for them as artists. And, you know, once again, these are things that I've uh, I've accomplished from going to these conferences and networking. So to me, networking is so vital and critical. um, And the fact that we didn't have a platform for it, and now we do, and we're you know we're going to continue it into 2018 and have Urban East again, uh, and we're already in the planning stages, and we're going to be announcing things probably uh, late January. Oh um, wow! Okay, and, that sounds excellent. Yeah. So, and that's what I love about entrepreneurs. That's why I love studying <laughs> you guys. So there was no platform for you here, so you create one. Yeah. You don't complain. There's no platform. There's no this. I can't do this. I can't do that. You just do it yeah and people come because you did a lot of hard work yeah and there's a lot of networking and a lot of that involved and so music is the motive that's the name of your yeah that's the name of my entertainment company and why music is the motive can you uh actually that was a it was a dj joke Oh. Um, so, so long, long story. Long, information. Yeah, long story short. Literally, a DJ friend of mine uh, and I. We used to say this all the time. So um, it just. Well, what are we doing? That music is the motive. And then I thought about it, and I said, "Man, that's a, that's a great name." And we used to hashtag this before the hashtag was like, you know, used to death. And it was music is the motive. Music is the motive. So I said, you know what? I'm going to run with that as a name. Um, formerly I was Damn Entertainment, which was my name, Dwayne Ashley Marcial. Um, and then when literally from booking and, 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 um, doing events like that, I felt it was time for a transformation because I knew I was taking on the manager role. You were doing and, much more. Like yeah. The, you were becoming an entertainment company yeah. and not just. Yeah. Well, I, and I was Damn Entertainment, but I didn't really, at that time it was really, we were only focusing on doing events and me DJing. Oh. Now, as a manager um, and entertainment company, licensing, publishing, uh, events, developing, you know, artists. developing artists, consulting, uh, you know, it, and also one of the big things I will say, too, we're looking at now um, to get into technology um, because, you know, music and technology go hand in hand right now. So we're also in the process with myself and one of my artists, Dizzy, uh, on developing a mobile app. And uh, a new website um, that will be tied together. So I won't give all that away, but uh, we're ho- we're hoping to launch that like for right before the Urban East 2018. And so, so for people who say it can't be done on the East Coast, it can't be done in the Maritimes, it can't be done in St. John, what do you say to those people? Um, I say it can be done. Well, because you you're just, doing it. You just got to, like you already said, you have to create your own lane. You really do. Like... You know, it is the East Coast, and sometimes it's going to be tough. But, you know, at the end of the day, if you're persistent and you do your due diligence and you work your butt off, um, you know, you can create your own lane and make it work. And, you know, it's it's, it's tough. I won't lie. It's, it's a tough go because of where we are. You know, so the biggest thing I always get is, you know, where are you from? From Canada. Where? St. John, New Brunswick. How far is that from Toronto? <laughs> 
you know and that's really a lot of the people who i deal with from the united states and overseas like you know they just see it as okay well you should be closer you know close to toronto and then when you tell them and then they realize oh okay you're they kind of have a little bit more admiration and i guess respect for the fact that we are working from a small place and a small city and a small region compared to a toronto or a vancouver so yeah it's a it's a cool thing so and i and i don't know how it applies to all entrepreneurs but i know within entrepreneurs for in music for sure like you know it's a big thing and you know i i'm happy about it and continue to do it well that's wonderful so for 2018 we see an uh, urban east music 2 yep and are there more licensing programs? I know you can't give secrets, yeah, but are there um, more licensing deals uh, in the works? I actually, uh, I can give out uh, some some good Christmas news, I guess. Um, we're in the process of uh, finalizing uh, a deal with a, a major company in China. Oh, wow. So let's, you know, hopefully by the new year we should have everything signed, sealed, and delivered. But uh, pretty sure it's going to happen, so I can say that at least. And... You know, as far as licensing goes, we're still always looking uh, to get placements and stuff like that. And we're also, so Urban East uh, Music Conference 2018. And also we have several releases coming out from all of our artists. And people can just go to the Music is the Motive website or the um, Facebook page, Music is the Motive. Uh, Oh, music with a K. Music and with I a K. Z instead I, of I S. Okay, okay. I gotta write that yeah. down. I gotta write that <laughs> down. Well, thank you so much, Dwayne, DJ Slim, Marcel, for <laughs> being on. You've been very exciting. I've learned so much from you. I could speak to you for a lot longer. But I have to say goodbye for yep. the holidays. And I would like to end the show with a little Christmas music. Yes. And Awesome Entrepreneurs will be back in January. I'm your host, Connie, Dr. Connie. And thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Dwayne. Thank you for having me. <laughs>